This is Radio Plasma, space dedicated to the exchange of ideas, conversations, stories, music, performances, and randomness. Listen at radioplasma.com. Also, we are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashi Vega, and today the studio is full of sound and soul, the vibe that only live music is able to create, especially with such talent. I want to welcome this beautiful ensemble that is a tribute and an inspiration by Jay Dilla. It's interesting to see how the work of one man has influenced so many in such an important and meaningful way. You guys, as Dillatronics are giving us today a sample of what is going to be the soul of hip hop live this upcoming February 8th at Gateway City Arts. With this, I want to thank for your presence here, uh, Zach Cross on the keys, Ted Sullivan on the drums, and Matali Banda on the sax, and of course, the Manny Gordon from Genuine Culture LLC. So this is amazing to have this opportunity of enjoying music and have a reason to also to celebrate February Black History Month all together. So guys, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So let's start with how the music and the work of Jay Dilla made you guys create this ensemble. Well, I'll start. This is Zach um, on the keys and uh, came together because, well, we, I mean, most musicians of the younger generations are, have been influenced by Jilly Dilla in some way, whether they know it or not. His effect on music, um, especially hip hop and modern jazz and R&B took a very organic approach to a style of music that wasn't always that way, even though it was, hip hop has always had great producers that each had their own unique sound. And definitely something that Jay Dilla brought to the table was an appreciation for organicness and oftentimes using live instruments and a lot of, you know, something producers do when they make a track is they will obviously make a beat for that and many people they can sort of create a loop and that uses the in that kind of extends throughout the whole song and will be fairly static but um something jay dilla is known for is that he would actually play through the whole track live you know on the drums and on other instruments at times and just that in itself gave the music like such more of a vibe Um, that is really only present in his music. And so Damani um, and I um, had a meeting together and he asked me if I wanted to help put together the band, uh, the Dillatronics, for this one-time event, the soul of hip-hop that celebrates you know, the history of hip-hop and focuses on Jay Dilla as um, someone who changed the game recently, uh, fairly recently. And, um, yeah. Thinking about how Jay Dilla was able to programming of something that is, it has been so important for music. At, at the same time, so controversial because relying on a computer and relying on a drum machine to be the foundation of most of the music that we know, especially from the 80s. 
became a little bit limiting because you have to adhere to the click track, to adhere to the computer clock, and that strict uh, beats per minute measure on the screen of the drum machine. Jay Dilla said, I don't have to do that. And like you said, he utilized the drum machine as an instrument. It made everybody realize that you can play, you can perform a digital instrument in the same way you will do it as a musician, bringing that beautiful imperfection of the human touch, making that feeling and that flow of the sound organic. Yet keeping it experimental by slicing samples and playing with weird ways to manipulate sound and frequencies. And we have so much to thank him. The integration of lo-fi to not only hip hop, I will say to everything we listen today. Definitely. Yeah, thanks. So guys, as musicians, how does this translate into your own work and incorporating the influences of jazz and hip hop together? Well, he kind of, you know, he made it okay, you know, as many as many artists have said before, he, he made it okay for you to have imperfections in your playing, you know, um, which is everywhere in, in everybody's playing because we're all humans. So I feel like he's made people embrace their humanness a little bit more in hip hop music. Like, like Zach was saying, it's... Um, you're, you're allowed to, you know, every, everything sounds a lot earthier, a lot crunchier. You know, he, he, he's sampling, you know, real instruments from, like you're saying, jazz records and, and uh, R&B records. He made it okay for people to approach hip-hop in a more organic way in general, you know, when, when he created Neo Soul and, you know, his sort of, uh, the, the way his, the, the, the timing feel sort of has this, uh, like, lilt to it. You know, it feels like it's sort of a, um, stumbling, well not, you know, stumbling gracefully along, if you will, you know. Um, so, yeah, I feel, I feel like that's the biggest thing. He, he's, he's allowed it to become more human while still embracing the, the uh, programming side of it and, and really trying to, you know, create a foundation for, for MCs to still do their thing over. So I grew up in gospel, soul, R&B background. My mom was a gospel choir director. And so just listening to a lot of Neil Soul growing up and everything, but also learning how to play the saxophone. My approach to the saxophone was just growing up and just listening to either Neil Soul channels on the radio and learning to play by ear. So a lot of times Erica Badu was coming on, Jill Scott was coming on. And so that's how I learned how to like improvise was over those sort of stuff. And so I didn't even know there were songs that I didn't even know were Dilla influenced or Dilla produced until late in the game. Um, but also, a lot of the influences I have from hip hop, even if not Jay Dilla, were influenced by Dilla. And so, growing up, my first love for hip hop was Tal Kweli, DJ High Tech, and like you hear the Dilla esque influences in all those music, especially from like those late 90s into the 2000s, even like when you listen to like Dipset and like that New York sound of like that really, really, really soul manufactured beats, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, listening to Slum Village, Fantastic Volume 2. And so my approach has always been a hip hop and R&B sort of background. And I feel like Dilla has this perfect balance, more so than so many other people, where his stuff is very melodic 
and you can and you can explore it in a melodic sense, but the timing and the beat and the smack, you know, also gives it that hip hop feel and that hip hop core. And so when you listen to people like Eric Badu, you know, it's very hip hop, you know, but it's also R and B and I think that's what makes Neil Soul so great. And so yeah, that that was my approach has always been from that standard and how I write music has been influenced based off of people like Dilla and hip hop and R and B. Damani, you are continuing this tradition with Genuine Culture LLC of bringing to our community this beautiful approach and this beautiful opportunity for enjoying, appreciating, learn, and re-educate ourselves on culture, community, and how, in this case, music becomes this huge canvas where our lives are being drawn and painted since even before we we were in this world yes um you know uh you know i come from you know the hip-hop culture you know as i stated before unity and bringing people together is one of the main frameworks of that culture um so just continue to build on that you know jay dill is one of those just giants not only in the hip-hop culture but in the music world you know he's um You know, your producers, Dr. Dre, Quincy Jones, Jade Dilla is one of those greats in all the music. Mm -hmm. And um, the connecting thread was, I think there was soul that, you know, everybody mentions. And soul, like, just hits to the core of humanity. And it just hits you. And Jay Dilla has that. It's, it's, it's the soul. And that's why it's, it's called the Soul of Hip Hop Live. So there's a lot of folks that um, know about Jay Dilla. And there's a lot that don't. So just bringing that together. It's it's real celebratory for the people that really celebrate Jay Dilla and folks that don't know they can learn and know about the music because it's so important and and he was so such an important figure and music and such an innovator and just an all around scientist. And if we think about how the integration of elements of acoustic, organic, old and new being able to pretty much redesign the function of the uh, MPC 3000, that he was able to repurpose, that also tells us a lot of how this parallel reflects on resilience, being creative, working with whatever it is that you have available at hand and make it work and, and, and create something that is completely unexpected and so unique and great. Yeah, and I think that's one of the, the beautiful things about uh, Jay Dilly. He had this like amazing ear, as they call it, and w was able to just hear certain sounds and to flip them up and mash them up and create something new. It's like really ecological, you know, something about that. And um, like, you know, I, th I think Quest Love, you know, from The Roots had this quote, like, you know, him and Jay Dilly were just around hanging out and there was this album they were listening to that Quest Love you know, deemed un, you can't sample from this. And Jay Dilla takes, <laughs> hears something in there and flips it and makes a song. So that's just a testament of just his brilliance. Mm -hmm. So for this event, the Solo Hip Hop Live, happening at Gateway City Arts, what we just heard is just a sample of what it's gonna be, because it's gonna be the whole band. We just have part of it, combination of sax, keys and drums, acoustic drums, but also we are going to have bass and samples, right? Yes, and guitar as well. 
Um, so it's going to be great. And there's going to be um, a couple different vocalists that are going to be performing a mix of the, like for some Erica Badu songs we're doing, for example, we're going to have the vocalist Katie Simpson with us um, in that role. And for the songs that are more like hip hop rap type vocals, we have the very talented MC Tank Sauce from Hartford coming. And um, he'll be form- performing probably a mix of the original vocals and possibly some freestyling too, which is great. Contributes to, of course, you know, kind of the foundations of the soul of hip hop. So it's going to be really great. So that combines all the elements of the influences between soul, jazz, hip-hop. The beauty of being together, enjoying the music, flowing with it, improvising, allowing those happy mistakes to happen exactly the same way Jay Dilla did when he started to not following the clock and doing a new way of designing a beat, designing sound. Mm Also, as part of the, this whole celebration to Jay Dilla and the solo hip-hop, there's going to be then a set of DJ by DJ Rec, right? Yes, uh, DJ Rec, yeah, he, and he has something real special that he's crafting based around Jay Dilla and weaving in a nice little storyline to it. We also have Crefton, here be a DJ, he's an amazing just serious record collector and DJ that really has his music stuff down. So they're, they're definitely going to bring another whole other element, something special uh, that's going to blend in what the Dillatronics band is going to do. And then, you know, after that, we're just, we're just going to party. This is some classic golden era hip-hop and, and soul and, and vibes. This is also a perfect opportunity to enjoy music, but at the same time to learn from all of these influences. Now that you mentioned that DJ Rec is tailoring a special set that is going to tell a story, that is going to connect those influences and the beauty of the work that JD Lay influences in many different artists and, and ways to create music. For people who enjoy listening to music to connect and possibly maybe rediscover some of those hidden jewels in the music catalogs that sometimes we just take for granted. At the same time, thinking about our youth, all those emerging and new talents being shaped and getting all possible knowledge, absorbing everything that they're listening, this is a perfect opportunity for many of these youth to listen where, where this music comes from. And nothing against whatever is playing right now on the mainstream, on the hip-hop scene, but that's not all. And we must be educated about where the music comes from, Mm -hmm. what it stands for, what it means to listen to hip-hop, what it means, the presence and the influence on jazz historically. And that goes even further than the cultural contribution to music. We're talking about history, we're talking about activism, we're talking about freedom of speech, freedom of thought, breaking down those barriers and using music as a way to voice out the things that are wrong and at the same time celebrate it. And I feel that's what we can expect as the celebration for this event, the Soul of Hip Hop. It's so inspiring to see how, Damani, with your events, you have that uh, commitment of keep engaging culture and community. And now by having today 
disassemble the electronics part of them here in the studio sharing their beautiful music is that testament of the greatness of jazz hip-hop and culture this band is just amazing you know and I want to say they, they totally get what's on board and it's and it's like we say organic is really organic um, these cats are really about Jay Dilla and about music and about bringing things forward and about bringing people together you know so it's always a statement to be made uh, when we get together so um, I'm just a pleasure to be working with everyone and it's I'm just really looking forward to it from from the pieces that you are getting ready to perform on Gateway City Arts for this event. I don't want to uh, for you guys to give away the rundown, but the choices you made on those songs were based on what? Um, well, this is Zach again. And uh, Damani and I came up with the playlist, the set list that we'll be doing. And I think that we kind of just wanted to choose the ones that we felt like would give a good representation of the different scope of the types of things that Jay Dilla was known for doing, um, especially in an influential way. You know, we tried to cross the board of some different styles that he would dip into, um, and also thought about things that would present well in a live setting, and also tried to give it a good, we have about an hour long set, for the Dillatronics portion of the night, and we wanted to just create a very seamless, entertaining set that people would just get into. It's got a nice mix of different vibes throughout the set, and yeah, kind of just tried to create the set with the show in mind and picking a good variety of songs that's not like a greatest hits by any means, but You know, sometimes, you know, if you go to a greatest hit show, it's not really that deep because, you know, it's just top 10 hits or whatever, you know. So I think that this is a very good selection of songs that's gonna, you know, be a lot of fun.
Vitaly, how do you feel about uh, being able to perform in this event and also as a way to celebrate Black History Month? Yeah, I mean, this is an event that's just like super dope. I've been wanting an event like this here for a while, so it's cool. I think it's also great just for this area that's so oversaturated with a perception of what black music is, but then a lot of people don't actually know what black music is, and they don't know how to differentiate from black music. I think it's cool playing with these people who really honor black music and who understand black music to a degree where we're approaching this like we're playing Dilla. You know, and I think there's a lot of artists who will come into this gig and not give it the respect. I think a lot of musicians don't give Dilla the respect of musicianship and don't give hip-hop the respect of musicianship. Um, and I think that's what makes this this event so great is people are really giving it the respect and, and the reverence that it deserves and paying homage to it, you know. Um, even the, the songs I'm not on, I remember listening back to the recordings and just being so surprised because it felt like I was listening to... Erica Badu or Dilla. And so, yeah, this is going to be a fun show. Like, people are going to be really impressed, you know? I also wanted to ask you, Ted, uh, just listening to your performance here in the studio, you're able to replicate that vibe and that texture of the lo fi sound. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm using uh, a lot of, uh, I guess, similar type of uh, drums that that Dilla would sample or, or really that you'd hear a lot of drums that would that are sampled in hip-hop recordings in general but um, I've lived inside his music in my own practice time um, over the years and there's a lot of different subtleties that are in his in his drumming you know not you know that you can talk about you know every single element of the music that that he plays whether it be his um, bass lines or stuff that he's playing on the piano but he's really known for for sort of that really he has he, he's created this this way of playing drums that I feel wasn't wasn't really accepted beforehand really in any genre of music because It has this falling apart sort of element to it, but but it's it still has pocket at the same time, and it, and um, you know to to sort of be one of the first people to go out there and and really just approach approach the drums that way full force and and um, not really care what the repercussions are going to be of it. You know, is is pretty um, is pretty brave. You know, I, I think. And in doing so, he's—I um, mean—he's created all of these people who are always trying to emulate what he's doing, um, whether it be on the programming side of things, you know. And there's pl and there's plenty of those guys, and e and even guys that were growing up alongside of him, you know. Like, um, you know, you listen to to Madlib or uh, or uh, J Rock or you know anybody, any, obviously anybody from the Stones Throw. Um, crew of people that they all say that he was sort of the, the guy that they that they held uh, you know as as their main influence in terms of approaching hip-hop and and uh, neo soul and all that different stuff so he has that side of it but then you know you look at a lot of drummers nowadays whether it be you know probably the biggest one is Chris Dave that everybody you know really looks at is the guy who brought um, Dilla's type of drumming to the forefront of, of uh, 
you know, live instruments, if, you know, if you want to say that. But there's also, there's also a slew of other dudes, you know, there's this guy named Marcus Gilmore, who's, who's just as insane. You have guys, you have, you know, real popular current guys too, like Anderson Pack, really taking elements of Dilla's programming and putting it in his drumming, you know, and, and the list goes on too. Those are just a few of the guys. Yeah, he's he's had a real big effect on on me as as a as a drummer and a musician, and I, I feel like I, I feel I feel lucky to be a part of this event for sure. And um, we also have um, one of my good friends, uh, Colin Jalbert, who's going to be um, doing the the samples and and um, he's going to be he's going to be triggering the samples from from all the different uh, donuts recordings that we're going to be doing tunes from. He also has. Um, a bunch of different uh, just drum sounds that he'll be he'll be adding on top of what I'm doing too, to give it a little to give it more of that um, that you know programming element to it. So there'll be that whole side of it that you'll get to see as well, which which will be really cool because Colin's Colin's really killing really that good. stuff. Yeah, geeking out a little bit about that. Um, by any chance, do you know what's the gear he's bringing? For the sampling and the and the triggering of the samples, I'm certainly not as um, as savvy with my knowledge of that stuff as he is. But I know he, he's got um, uh, he's got a sample trigger uh, a, a sample trigger pad um, that's hooked up to his laptop, um, and I think he's running Ableton through his laptop to uh, to trigger the sounds, and he'll be able to um, manipulate some of that stuff live too. It won't be just be you know, pre-recorded stuff. He'll be able to do his own thing to it in the in the context of the music too. Yeah, so he'll uh, be able to do kind of a live example of using the sampler as an actual instrument, kind of like we'll all be playing up there and trying to honor the material as well as bring our own sort of organicness to it in the spirit of Dilla and then we'll have the sampler element doing that as well, so it'll be cool. And the reason for me to ask about that part is because when we see a digital setup, let's talk about a digital controller and a laptop, many of us think, oh, yeah, they have sequence. It's just press play and that's it. While that is true for many instances, unfortunately, in this case, it's just another way of performing for anybody present at this event, the Solo Hip Hop Live. Yeah, don't miss out on that. As you can see, the performances and you can see the instruments being played, also pay attention on how the samples and are being manipulated in real time, live, the same way a musician does with its own instrument. And that is the magic, that is the beauty, that is the, the whole reason of why Jay Dilla's work is so important and so influential. Because it sounds like, oh yeah, you're using a digital box as an instrument. Whoever has tried this knows this is not an easy thing to do. Actually, not even programming a drum machine in itself is that simple. Right. That's true. There, um, with any kind of um, you know synthesized or electronic instrument, there's always it, it's got its own learning curve to it, which I think the music of Jay Dilla kind of proves that you can have your own personal unique sound using 
you know, you might say inorganic instruments, you can still have an organic flair to what you're doing. And just so you know how, how much of this importance about the equipment and the way this instrument became so relevant thanks to Jay Dilla, his uh, MPC 3000, that actually was designed by Robert Moog, is a piece of the African American Museum of History in Washington, D.C. is there mm -hmm. as recognition of how a musical instrument, a digital one, is part of African-American history. Mm -hmm. How many artists can have that much of influence to have a piece of their work in such a place? So this is just so you can have the idea and appreciate the power, the energy, and the vibe that is waiting for all of us at Gateway City Arts this February 8th, the soul of hip hop live. So, Damani, how can folks get more information about the event? And of course, how can they get their tickets? Yeah, for sure. Um, the soul of hip hop live, uh, Friday, February 8th, showtime's at 8 p.m. You can get tickets at uh, gatewaycityarts.com, genuineculturellc.com. Um, we on Facebook, Eventbrite. Um, so there's numerous ways you can get the tickets. We also have them uh, advanced at will call tickets available at the print shop right here in Holyoke and also spend that records in Springfield. So you can definitely stop by those places in the physical and um, uh, get your advanced will call tickets as well. This is such a great experience to have you guys here. And actually talking a little bit about uh, the musical numbers that we are enjoying. What was the piece that we opened our session with? We opened with Runnin' by The Far Side, a great hip-hop group from the West Coast that uh, Dilla worked with a lot. And then the next one that we did uh, was My Life by Erica Badu from the album Mama's Gun. And she is also someone that Dilla worked with a lot while he was still alive and her music still that she's still releasing continues to even though he's passed away have a lot of still his influence in her production even her more recent album since she's passed you would almost think that it's still him um doing the music so those are just two of the artists that we'll be featuring and like we were mentioning this is just a sample because It's just three of the Dilatronics here today in the studio. The full band, full ensemble with bass, guitar, and samples and vocals. It's going to be there at Gateway City Art. So, yeah, don't miss it. This is a perfect opportunity to celebrate all together and to honor and appreciate the beauty of music. Music has such power, and the proof is in here through the sounds that we are listening today in this session. I want to thank all of you for being here, for sharing this beautiful gift of music, and for making this event possible. And also, Damani, thanks thanks to you and uh, Genuine Culture LLC to this commitment of keep making this high-quality events for, for everyone to, to enjoy and to keep the education ongoing. And yeah, thank you, Johan and Radio Plasma, uh, for having us and always supporting genuine culture from day one from right here in Holyoke. So, really appreciate it. 
just thank you very much for having us. It's been very nice to be here and um, help spread the word about the show. And been great talking with you about uh, a little bit of the background on that. And appreciate it. Hope to see you there this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our conversation with the, the electronics here on Radio Plasma. And remember, the Soul of K-Pop Live is happening this February 8th at the Gateway City Arts, 92 Ray Street in Holyoke, Massachusetts. All the information about this event and how to get your tickets is also available in the posting of this episode on radioplasma.com. With this, we conclude this session that has been recorded in the Gandara Youth Development Center in Holyoke, Mass. I'm your producer and host, Johan Rashivega. Thank you for listening.